Hello, welcome to Moms Changing the World. This is your host, Akua Walker, Child Development Nurse Practitioner and CEO, Chief Encouragement Officer, introducing the new podcast, which is the place for moms to find encouragement, hope, and inspiration, where we're supporting moms in the trenches of motherhood. You will receive practical tips and strategies to address the developmental needs of your children with a positive parenting perspective in mind. Here at Moms Changing the World, we are moms on the journey of changing the world, one child at a time, one day at a time. Welcome to Moms Changing the World. I'm so excited for this interview today on this first episode. We definitely wanted to have uh, something really special to you know, celebrate the beginning of this community that we're building together of Moms Changing the World. And each episode will be full of you know, rich information and inspiration and tools, tips, and strategies for you to impact the children in your lives all the more. And so I was able to find an African proverb that speaks to kind of the theme of this podcast, uh, Moms Changing the World. And it goes, those who accomplish great things pay attention to little ones. And I love this because it reminds us that the big things that we're doing and the great things that we accomplish only means so much if it doesn't impact the next generation or the, the future. And so it's through paying attention to the little ones, the children in our homes, the children in our communities, and making an impact that lasts and lives on through them as a legacy. And so I know I love to keep that idea close to my heart. So as I introduce the, the first guest for Moms Changing the World, I was thinking, you know, what would be a, a fitting and wonderful way to kick off this community? And I thought how, you know, I thought there could be no more fitting person than the mom who's changed my world the most. And starting off with the, the person who kind of allowed me to be a part of this world, my very own mother. So I am excited to introduce Sophia Blankson who uh, was born and raised in Ghana, and she is a well-accomplished student of science and teacher of science. And over her life, she's had many very important, and uh, she's such a, a skilled person that I've always looked up to the way that she's not only nurtured and raised, you know, me and my siblings, but the way her uh, her gifts and her creativity extends beyond that. So now she's a retired educator and she is very active as a ministry leader in the United Methodist Women and the United Methodist Church. And she's an author. She's a painter and just a a wonderful woman, continues to change the world, you know, day by day, one child at a time, one day at a time. So welcome, mom. (laughs) <laughs> oh. How are you today? Pretty good, pretty good. And I'm glad to be your first 
guest. Yes, yes. Thank you very much. You're welcome. You're more than welcome. And I think what's going to be special about this interview, not only, you know, the, the person that I'm interviewing, but I thought that as I'm interviewing her, that you could also get to know me as the host. And so it's almost like a, a two, you know, a two for one uh, this time, because we'll be going back and forth, answering many of these questions together. And you'll get a chance not only to hear and learn about Sophia's story, but also uh, mine as well. So uh, right off the bat, I love starting very practical. And so I, I, you know, we're as parents and moms, we're constantly thinking about feeding our children. So when it comes to go-to meals, what's your, your go-to uh, kind of recipe or meal these days? My go-to meal is fajitas. It's yes. easy to make. It doesn't involve too much cooking. Mm-hmm. And it's not saucy and a lot of fats in it. So that is good for me. I'm trying to watch my weight. So fajitas, chicken fajitas is my go-to meal these days. That's great. Yes, we also do the kind of Mexican spinoff as well with the ground, you know, ground meat, ground turkey or ground beef. So that it's, yeah, tacos or quesadillas or wraps because everybody can kind of make it, you know, the way they want in, in our house. So I, and it's, yeah, like you said, flavorful, easy, quick. That's good. Yes, yes. Great. So if we go kind of back to the beginning, did you always want to be a mom? Yes. In Ghana, that's what everybody or every woman wants to be. You go to school, learn a profession, marry, and have children. Mm -hmm. So having been born and raised in Ghana, that was what I was looking forward to, to become a mom eventually. Yeah. And I did. Yeah. And I I think, yeah, culturally, I think I sensed that when I visited and I that so much of a woman's value is tied to her family, her children and um, kind of that position that really important position that she plays in the home so that's a beautiful thing and I I think I too was one of those kids who loved to play with my doll always really enjoyed that aspect of nurturing something and getting to take care of it and so then I had my younger sister who's two years younger and who was more of a playmate, but we would play, you know, family and house together a lot. And then when we came to the United States, my brother was young enough, Cubby, that he, I was eight by then. So he was like my living doll. (laughs) And so it was really fun to be, I remember being more involved with, you know, helping to nurture and take care of him. So yeah, it was definitely something that was in my, my heart. Uh, to to be, be one day after babysitting and you know teaching Sunday school all these different things it was um, definitely a highlight that I looked forward to yeah and why don't you tell me you know about how you you know have impacted children in the past and continue to influence them today and uh, you know kind of whatever that means to you well fortunately I ended up in a profession that took me right to children. So being a teacher, I've always been with children and I knew I knew to encourage them, to help them build their own confidences and 
be able to do things right. So that is uh, how I am impacting children. And all my students, I call them my children. So <laughs> when I'm getting ready to go to school, I knew I was going to see my children. So they were like my own and I wanted to give them the best. So yeah. that is how I've impacted children. Yeah, sure. I think you can, you know, you can feel when someone kind of cares about you like that, when you can always, you know, not only your own, you know, in your own home, but the teachers that care and take that special interest in you, um, you can feel that from them. And I know firsthand that, you know, in our home, we felt that nurture and care and then hearing from and about the students, they certainly felt that as well. As far as me, I think being a mother is, is the primary, um, I think, responsibility that I feel as far as being, um, you know, impacting children. And, you know, I'm their only mom for my two daughters, six-year-old and, and a almost 10-year-old now. And so, yeah, and saying that is, is, you know, always so interesting because it feels still feels so new, even though we're going on a decade now, right? Um, and I think that's, that, that's a common feeling uh, about how quickly it goes. But because they're in my home and they're, you know, my kind of my responsibility to nurture and raise, I feel like uh, my own children are my primary impact and responsibility and, and privilege, which I, I, you know, hold closely. And then um, I'm also a pediatric nurse practitioner and specialized in child development. So in my profession, I you know, always knew that I would you know, be working with children and health and just didn't necessarily know exactly how, because I had so many different interests in, in, in addition to the, the you know, health and medicine. I, I thought I could be, you know, I definitely thought I'd be a doctor. Uh, I liked teaching. There were, you know, other, other, you know, science was an interest to me, so I thought maybe some form of a scientist. And then as I was able to say, okay, kind of, God, you guide me and lead me, you know, to, to, to form and shape this, because I just didn't know, you know, how all of these interests and all of these gifts would come together. And so, you know, thankfully, by kind of saying yes and stepping into each of the jobs and roles that I had, it was, I was just kind of led to the role of a, a nurse practitioner that brings so many of these dimensions together. We health, you know, the education side, um, I'm getting to work with the children, the, there's the mental health side was also, you know, fascinating for me. So my specialty in development and behavior allows me to focus on, on you know, development and mental health and, you know, physical delays is, and just brings a lot of those very fascinating things together. And then as a volunteer, I have taught Sunday school. I now have children in my lives as friends of my children, you know, friends of my own children. And I have nephews now, thanks to my sister. So both through family and volunteering. And um, because I, you know, also like kind of the dance fitness Zumba, I um, certified in Zumbini so that I could teach mother, baby, uh, parent, child, music and movement as well. So I do that as well as lead the choir and the children's choir at my church. So every opportunity that I have to interact with a child, I, I try to take it. And like you said, I, I 
try to think of them as you know as my as that moment as that opportunity to leave um, you know leave love and nurture and encouragement with them is motherhood what you thought it would be yes and much more how so I, w- I was lucky to have good children so they made the work easy and by God's grace relying on God for strength and everything it's been a good ride it's been wonderful yes and your faith and our family's faith has been you know a foundational element to our lives and has been a part of a legacy that you you know have passed on to me and what we're doing with our children as well we're sharing you know our faith and through our lives too so that's that's beautiful and i think for me yeah i i would agree that you as prepared as you think you are going into motherhood it is <laughs> it is it is so much more and i think for all the the love of children and learning about ch- children and child development and as an undergraduate at Stanford and then studying to be a pediatric nurse practitioner you know i think i thought i was ready to to take it on um and i knew everything you know that i that i needed to know i just needed the children to come and then you know it would just it would just fall into place right <laughs> but um as as you know firsthand you know, it, it's it, as, yeah, as prepared as you think you are, you know, it's a whole nother ride when, you know, those little ones actually are in your, your hands. Every year as my children grow older and older, motherhood evolves and develops into more and more. So, oh, thank you. Thank you. All right. So with, you know, this show's global perspective in thinking about how, you know, we're changing the world, you know, through our work and through our children, through the investment we make for the future. You know, what are some differences in raising us here in the United States versus raising us in Ghana, our home country? It would have been much easier raising you in Ghana because in Ghana there is the family support. Like when I had you, my mom came, and then later on my sister came to go to school nearby. So there was always people in the house. But here in America, it was just us, parents and the children. So the support wasn't coming as it would have come if you were raised in Ghana. Mm -hmm. And then here, there is a lot more demand on parents, all the... Uh, practices and different things that the children need to do and learn. So it's it's more hectic raising kids here in America than in Ghana. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a really important point that you raise that in many cultures outside of the United States, it's very communal. And the idea of raising children is really that that network beyond you know just the primary parents it's uh, like you mentioned you know it's your mother it's your sister and cousins and other family members and and neighbors and everybody is kind of a part of that but in american culture i just what i've mainly you know experienced since i've been in the country since i was four 
the idea that mothers really are supposed to do it all. And we do it all, you know, for our children. If we're, you know, working outside the home, you know, that's a part of it. If we're stay-at-home moms, we're taking care of the children, we're taking care of the home, we're taking care of everything. And, you know, this idea that we can do everything and be everything for everyone all the time. But I think I'm, you know, coming to realize that no one person is designed to be all of that for everyone all the time. It's, you know, not uh, not a real realistic expectation to expect um, that level of having to, you know, be all consuming or having to be everything because nobody was really designed that way. So I think the, the partnership, the shared aspects, and I, I think I valued that so much, you know, when you came to help you know, in those early weeks with both my children, you know, um, I think our, you know, our relationship deepened even further because I could appreciate, I think, you know, all, all the more, you know, everything that you had done for, for me and my siblings as well. What do you like best about motherhood? Oh, see, my children grew up and they're having their own families. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, raise your families. As the oldest, I was the oldest in the family. I was married first and I have two girls. And then my sister, Baraba, married pretty soon after I did. And it was neat for us to kind of go through the seasons of getting married and having children right alongside each other. In fact, our oldest uh, two um, were born within two weeks of each other. So it's, it's really fun that, you know, they're kind of stacked that way. Um, and now she has three boys. So I have the girls, she has the boys. And then my, our youngest brother that I mentioned earlier, he uh, just got married last year. And so we're excited as, you know, he and, and his wife uh, laid the foundation, you know, for their family. And so you know, speaking of kind of those early days in motherhood, uh, what's the best advice that you have for the new mom? My advice would be that children are a blessing from God. So you need to see God's help in raising your children. And you have to love them unconditionally and work with them so that, you know, they will know your values and they will live your values and have a good relationship with them. And when they are young, let them know they are very important. Mm -hmm. They are a blessing to you and blessing you. Hold on like an egg, you know. Hold on. Not too tight. But... <laughs> That's right. You don't want to crack them. <laughs> and you definitely don't want to scramble them. <laughs> yeah. On God, you know, when the difficult times come, just seek God for help, mm -hmm. and He normally comes through other people. So, open your eyes, open your mind, and always look for the positive.
Thanks for listening to Moms Changing the World with host Akua Walker. The information shared on this show is meant for educational purposes only and not intended as a substitute for medical intervention or professional therapy. All views shared on the show are that of the speakers only and do not represent any institution. To be a part of the community, visit www.momschangingtheworld.org. There you'll find ways to connect with and support the moms we interview. Join us next time for more encouragement and support to be a mom changing the world, one child at a time, one day at a time. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Thanks for listening.